Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of My Ship Story Podcast. It's Brad. I'm your host again. I'm here with Scott and Eric. Let's check in with the guys. Hey, has anything been going on since yesterday, since we recorded a (laughs) podcast? (laughs) What about you? What about you, Eric? (laughs) I'm in a much better mood uh, than I was yesterday, so that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Kind of a rough day for you. Yeah. yeah, but today's much better. I went to photograph a house and I won't mention any names, but I was told it was somewhat cleaned. I had to end up doing a little cleaning myself, getting it ready uh, for photos. But, you know, that's the life of real estate agent. I, I did a, a little more cleaning than than I was expecting, but, you know, it. I've seen a lot worse. We have actually, uh, I won't mention his name, I, you know, there's no telling who, who is going to listen to this. It is a renter neighbor down the street Every red flag that you have about you would come up. He mows his lawn every three days, regardless. Three hand, days. Every three days he mows his lawn in the in the mowing season. He hand waters his flowers and in flower beds every day outside. He oh, doesn't work. Man. He's retired. Can oh, you well, imagine how spotless that house is on the inside? We have caught numerous call girls going in. Oh, really? With uh, um, bags of which I'm sure of like toys or then I don't I don't know. Oh man. Oh, so all right. real quick, I had a I had a neighbor once that I was told like they clean their house every like every weekend was their cleaning day. They unscrewed the toilet seat and lifted it up and cleaned like in those whole like once a week they we did do that. that that's the easiest wow. way N- once a week yeah you sit you on the not. thing no i'm just kidding i was like you do not i've never <laughs> in my life that's awesome hey as we move into the show here let me ask you this because this just dawned on me what is the one thing that you think that you use every day while you're on the cruise ship but you don't remember that you had it while you think about that mine was a hair dryer i, I use a hair dryer you know, maybe once a year or something. I just usually wet it and dry it really good and comb it and it kind of dries by itself. This was actually from a new hair dryer that my wife just bought because she dropped it and busted it and everything. But this is like, you know, it turned out like, like it dried it so fast. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't have a crew cut on the ship. I know I had a hair dryer and probably use it every single day on the way to the show because, you know, we take shower before showtime stuff and i can't remember what or what kind of hair dryer that i use so kind? i've never even owned a hair dryer hmm. i still don't own a hair dryer thing. one of us doesn't need to, i don't know where he is down there one of us doesn't need <laughs> our guest well, no longer needs a hair dryer <laughs> well speaking of our guest and, and i say this a lot but this this really is a, a special guest for me because it's one of the first people that i mentioned uh, on my first podcast it was my first roommate uh, on the Song of Norway on ships, um, our first uh, Filipino guest. So, so pretty exciting. So, welcome to the show, Augie Cartagena. Welcome. Thanks for being on. Thank you, Brad, Scott, and Eric. Hi, Hi Augie. Augie. And Good to see you again. And Augie's joining us all the way from the Philippines. Sure, Yay. I'm from. I'm here in the Philippines. Oh, where, wow. where in the Philippines? Uh Central Philippines in Iloilo City. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, yes, I know it. I haven't ha- been there, um, but I've heard of it. Habakabar. Habakabar. 
Don't know about that word. <laughs> what is that word? Is that? What's <laughs> that? I got. I got. I got to research. Like, oh, come on. I thought it was like, how, how are you? What's going on? No, 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 no. no. Kumusta ka? Is how are you? Is kumusta ka? Kumusta ka? But yeah, that sounds very. You? Wait a second. But that sounds like a mixture of Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. We do have uh, like uh, maybe 50% of Spanish uh, words we are using that we are unaware of. You know, I have to I have to confess this and it, it just now reminded me of this, but I don't know the context, but I thought that that um, Filipinos spoke Spanish when I first when I first started. <laughs> it took me not well not it anymore. Took me, it took me a real it took me that, a while and somebody was like, "No, they speak no. Tagalog." That's yeah. what you think. So, you know, <laughs> can you imagine? Okay. And then, uh, there's only one place in the Philippines that uh, speaks like, uh, like a patua Spanish or broken Spanish. All right. All right. Yeah, that's in uh, Zamboanga in Mindanao. The rest mm. is uh, Spanish uh, words no? like tinidor, cochara, uno, dos, tres, something like that. But we really never yeah. talk straight in Spanish. Uh, okay, let me it. let me ask you because uh, Brad sure knew this right off the bat. Um, do you remember your cabin number? Oh, I cannot remember, but it's uh, close to the club from you know. It's uh, <laughs> the last cabin of the guest area. Yeah, that's where we are. One cabin away, it's a club from. Right around the corner. The it was it was an easy easy access to the club from. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, Augie. Let's let's before we get too too off on a tangent. I want to know uh, uh, how you got started on ships. What, what was it? A plan to get started on ships? Was it something that you that you had planned on doing, or was it something that you kind of you know like some of us kind of had to do? Okay. Uh, first of all, I would like to introduce myself. I'm Augustine Cartagena, popularly known as Ogi on board the ships. Uh, I am a purser, purser printer when I joined the ship, uh, and I'm from the Philippines. So, so when did you first join ship? I joined the ship. I joined the ship on the 6th of December, 1987. That's the worst time to join the ship for the first timer like me, leaving for, my one-year-old son and a oh, beautiful wow. wife. And oh, okay, wow. the print store, the print shop, their busiest time of year is during the holidays when they have to yes. print so December. much extra uh, uh, work. And a lot of the ships do not do their normal cruises sometimes over over Christmas and New Year's because they don't want Christmas Day or New Year's to fall on a turnaround day. So they try to change some of the cruises around a little bit. So even when ships are doing seven-day cruising, all of a sudden, one year, you'll have an eight-day voyage or a six-day voyage in order to get the date to fall on the right day of the, of the cruise. Did you have a background at all in printing or, or doing that kind of work? Back home, I'm really a printer. This is the only kind of job that I do since the beginning. No, any other kind of job. How long were you a printer before you came on ship? 11 years, something like that. During my high school days, I'm already working in the print shop as like my summer job. When did you retire from World Caribbean? I retired uh, last uh, February uh, 5, oh, wow. 2020. Oh, wow. Yes, last wow. year. Yeah. So before last before year. COVID unleashes, it's deadly. Uh... <laughs> good timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good, good timing. timing. That was a yeah, long time. That's Third. a long time. 
33 years. No, wait, there's 20 years. Ju- no, more than that. 23? No, it's 30, 30, 32. 30, 32 years. years. 32 years. Yeah, 33 wow. years. You no, know, we could have just years. asked him instead the of math. trying to do math. <laughs> <laughs> Augie, That's a part me, of the show. Augie, yeah, let yeah. me ask you, because uh, uh, okay. I had family members that were, when I was in high school, and this was in the mid-80s and stuff, and, and they worked for a printer for a petroleum company. And, mm-hmm. you know, from what I remember, the printing presses were very big and they had the plates and they didn't mm. have anything computerized like now. What was it like coming onto a ship, even in the 87? On, was it the same type of printers? Were you familiar with the plates that you used? And was there where you had to grease them up and all that? Uh, when I joined uh, Real Caribbean, because, uh, yes, in the Philippines, we use plates, you know, we use plates during the time. When I joined the uh, Real Caribbean, the print shop on board is similar to what we have on land, minus that the plate that we are using uh, on land is metal, whereas on board the ship, it's kind of paper, plus uh, laminated paper. So it's the same uh, format. You have to put it in the camera, shut off the room. It's like a dark room and process it. And from there, that plate, which is paper plate, that's the one that you're using to print. So it's quite similar. So it didn't really bother me a lot. You joined in 87. What was the first ship? First ship is uh, Song of Norway. Song of America for one week prior to uh, the uh, we go f- going to France to take out the sovereign of the seas. So the boss, uh, because the sovereign of the ship, uh, the seas is a new ship. Uh, the first printer, the one ahead of me, stays on the sovereign of the ship. And uh, our chief, uh, maybe Al, Al Martin, something like that, oh, tell me, okay, okay, Ogi, you have to go to the Song of Norway. Yeah. So I said, okay, no problem. So we separated. Okay. So when did you, uh, so you went to the Song of Norway when the first time? It's like uh, 1987, 19. I think it's na late of 1988, 89. So I, I cannot rem- really remember now. But and uh, from there, some of Norway is uh, uh, my life. That's where I collected a lot of beautiful memories with you guys, with Brad, with Rick, <laughs> with Michelle, with everybody. That's the well, ship. But- but we, so I never worked Song of Norway. We worked yeah. on the Majesty. So, Majesty, yeah, with Mary. Yes, with Mary Giuliani. I think I remember correctly that when we did the Christmas gifts, I think that I picked your name. I had your name and I don't remember what I bought you, but that I think you had a, I think I had a gift for you. Actually, I think it was a, I think it was a pair of jeans that were the wrong size. (laughs) I don't remember it anymore. Thank you. You're like, what am I going to do? How am I going to change these jeans? Thank you again. (laughs) Okay. I kind of want to know what a day in the life of a printer purser was, because I know you guys had to get up pretty early, right? Most Mm -hmm. days. If uh, the weather is not rough, we have a good life. You know that because we we have to uh, go by our itinerary, stay by with it. But when the weather gets rough, our life is rough also because you have to reprint the course compass to go to the new itinerary. Can you explain for the people that don't know is what type of things were you printing? Like the cruise compass is the daily mm-hmm. planner. So again, as long as the daily planner, everything went well, it was pretty straightforward. With rough weather and all of a sudden we couldn't get into a port, you had to change the daily planner and you had to like put everything yes. new. But what other type of stuff were you printing? 
What other documents and things would did you secure excursion stuff? Any kind of paper that comes from different divisions goes to the guest's uh, cabin. Yeah, so we the map map. Uh, map of the ship and all that. With these uh, new ships now, we don't do maps of the ship anymore. Right. Before in the small ship, thing that I hate because. We're alone in the print shop. Only one printer at the print shop. You have to do the passenger list or guest list. Um, it's yes. like a booklet. Yes, it's I a remember booklet. that. I forgot about that. You have to do it that. by yourself. Oh, freaking oh, hell. Yes. So that, I hate <laughs> that kind of thing. You know? Yes, yeah, so yeah. in the old days, you you would have to print out every passenger's name onto yes. a passenger booklet that it's got like, passed into every single yeah, passenger. Oh my God. If you have a thousand guests, Okay, minus uh, two, two, uh, two, a couple is one, so you have like 600 booklets of that guest list, passenger wow. list, and that's that tough, tough time yeah. on board the uh, printer's uh, life. So I'm curious to know, how did it change from the beginning, let's say middle to the end? The printing cycle in, on board the ship is like evolved gradually. Uh -huh. Before, we have uh, nothing, no computer, only the only computer to have is small uh, like TVC screen that we used to type. And when you, the color is green, all the yeah. color is green. So when you type and when you want uh, your your uh, letter, uh, your uh, sentence to put it on the left, you control L, control right, right. <laughs> control center. You did not say anything until it comes out of the print shop. Oh, no. Later on, during the transition in between, I... I have trained more than a dozen printers and they were printers on board Royal Caribbean until now they were there. Now how, I mean, I know that it was difficult on the older days of printing and stuff, but when you get into the menu and using the different fonts, like when the start of the sentences has a fancy W and then regular stuff, did you have letter and font plates that you had to do that you had to change what, out all the time or what we did with that before if, uh, for fancy stuff we cut it out and paste it it's like cut and paste it's like oh. in, that's real like cut and call, paste not like yeah real cut and paste you have to lay, make a layout cut and paste so that it will look good and then you photo uh, shoot it in the camera that's how we do it. We don't have a computer, no? It's only like a screen with a puppy disk and it, the computer doesn't even have Amiga and memory. <laughs> just, just to type. So what, oh. I'm just curious, what was <laughs> like the most difficult thing that you had to do? Obviously, it's hard to name one because obviously over 30 years, can you think of a time, like uh, uh, something that happened on board that made your life the worst time that you ever had on board with being a printer? Okay, the worst time that happened to me is just like 2017. You see, worst time, huh? Yeah. Uh -huh. It's already, everything is uh, already supposed to be uh, easy. computerized, yeah. supposed to be easy. Yeah. I was uh, told, I was in the uh, Voyager of the Seas, we are doing the Asia run, and then uh, three of us printers there. Uh, and luckily, I am the only one who got a U.S. visa valid. The two had no valid U.S. visa. Uh -huh. So the voyage, the, the J-Well of the Seas in Europe, one of the printer is going to on vacation. And then one is uh, left and I have to relieve the one that goes on vacation. As long as there's two of us there. I went to I fly to Turkey and joined the J-Well of the Seas. After 10 days cruise... The guy with me is going on vacation also. And I was surprised. He told me, uh, Ogi, I will be going home next uh, Barcelona. So can you make it? I said, what, what do you think? What do you, are you talking about? Where's the, your replacement? Your replacement must be coming in. 
He said, no, he cannot come because uh, his uh, medical is not approved. So I said, so he go to he went to the chief parser and the guest services manager and uh, tell him that okay, uh, my OG is uh, capable of uh, doing it alone. I said, oh my God! I said, are you really serious to leave me alone here? He said, yeah, because I'm overdue already. So I said, I know you can make it. I know you can make it. <laughs> I said, and, uh, but okay, 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 okay. You go, you go. So and then, uh, cruising, 12 days of cruising Puerto Rico. I am alone oh, and no. I am new to the itinerary, Jewel of the Seas, because I am in Asia. I have to look, dig, 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 dig at the file of the cross compasses for Puerto Rico. Because well, the ship Thomas was repositioning, right? So repositioning, right? And lift, so again, lift. repositioning for a printer is the worst thing in the world worst because thing. you have to start all over again with all the new. And I'm new, stuff. and I'm new in the ship. Can you oh, imagine? No. So it's like hell. My three months there is like three years. Oh, <laughs> that's no. the worst thing. That, yeah, that's the worst thing that Wait, happened in my life. But they is, left is you that, alone. Is that where? Is that where all your? Is that when you, you lost, lost all the hair? hair? <laughs> is it was that the year because <laughs> because uh, we will we'll show some picture about augie he used to have this beautiful just big head of hair i mean he was so cool looking you know the way <laughs> you, still are let, cool. you still are cool they left you alone not just for a few weeks but three months three months uh, <laughs> actually it's only two months because uh after two months uh the guy that uh, the replacement back. finally came But still, for, two uh, months alone when two you months need alone, two people to do the job. I all I already did. Uh, I already did uh, fight my uh, chief. You no, know? yeah, we already did fight the yeah. chief parser. So said, when the okay. guy came back for vacation, were you like, "All right, this is yours for the next of the rest of the uh, of the contract"? I'm going yes, on. yes. <laughs> I'm taking when a break. When the guy comes on board, I said, "Okay, here's your thing. It's your ship. <laughs> I, I, I'm supposed to be helping here, not to to handle right. all this uh, mess." You know. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine repositioning? <laughs> But that's oh. that's the second time that I've done it. The guy uh, had a fight in uh, Acapulco, Acapulco, Puerto Rico. He was signed off in uh, in uh, Costa Rica. I was left alone. Well, if And anybody Malcolm can Chappell, handle it, you can. You can probably, you're probably the one. And Malcolm Chapel, the hotel director, he's my friend. He said, "Put a lot of overtime in your uh, timesheet. Put a lot of overtime." I will approve it. You just write your time and submit it to the hotel director. He will approve it. Mary said, I said, I tell Mary, Mary, yeah, I, I, I'm due for uh, another increase. He said, she said, every year you have an increase. Maybe I will get, uh, I will get uh, jailed by this. <laughs> I said, just give me an increase. No, you will not get jailed. Just give me an increase. Mary oh did give God. me an increase. Yeah. Hey, uh, Augie, do you have a, do you have a story that you want to tell? Uh, this is Augie Cartagena and this is my ship story. One funny story that I have, the first funny story that I have is on board uh, Song of Norway. As uh, we talked about that uh, the print shop is like a dark room. When you need to print, you have to expose something in the camera. The room must be dark because the materials are sensitive so that it will not be exposed to light. And you, it's useless once it's exposed to light. So you need to lock the door. That the morning, maybe I I'm still had an hour, I went to the print shop. And do some stuff. I never forgot to lock the door. And then while I that, and I was operating the camera, the door suddenly opened. So this light, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I shouted because the door opens, and I was in the middle of my. Uh, you know, you have to do it again. 
and I have uh, I'm still drunk I guess so I said I heard uh, I heard it sorry 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 switch on the light I stop my what I did I switch on the light and I saw Al Martin <laughs> the hotel director or, or chief no he was sent by Miami as an environmental officer and have to inspect the ship oh no <laughs> I said what the hell what the hell what the hell so he said sorry it's good that Al Martin knew me and Al Martin was a very nice guy otherwise I, I might get in trouble of being so rude like that you know I said what the what the I said, so I explained to him, Chief, because the camera here is blah, blah, blah. I, I understand. I understand. I Sorry, Chief. It is my fault because I did not lock the door. So that's the one funny story that I have. The second on board the show of Norway, I was uh, printing you know, the guest list, you know, that, that booklet that we're talking uh, a while ago. So I was smoking in the print shop. Yeah, because it's uh, below deck zero, no? down deck zero. In front of a restaurant. When I get in that morning, I was working and I remember that it's inspection day, inspection time, captain inspection. My ashtray is full and I cannot throw that in the bin because uh, they check the bin also, no? Papers and they check and sometimes. So I, I think I'm in big trouble if I throw that in the bin. So I miss a cupboard that is uh, higher than me, of course, because I'm short. I tiptoed and put the ashtray there. I said, okay. For me, it's safe already because I cannot see it because I'm short. Inspection comes, Captain Moen. All right, good morning. I like good morning, Captain. What are you doing? He said, oh, I'm doing the guest list. And then he looked around and his eyes is straight to the test tree because he is tall. <laughs> and he pulled it out. What is this? His eyes is his eyes straight because he is tall. I thought it's safe already because I'm short, so I cannot see it. Fucking hell. Captain Moen, he pulled it out and... Hey, what is this? I said, oh, are you smoking? There. The one following him, staff captain, and five of them, five of them with the captain. They're at the, but it's looking at me because they thought maybe I'm in trouble already because uh, no smoking in the print shop. Captain, captain, uh, this uh, ashtray is not, it's mine, it's mine, but the the bats are not mine because I don't smoke in the print shop. Who are, the, who are these bats if it's not yours? I said, those are for the guys who come here to have something printed and they have a cigarette. I tell them, Hey, extinguish your cigarette here. <laughs> extinguish your cigarette there. The thing is, I forgot to clean it up. So everybody at the back is <laughs> laughing. He's laughing because <laughs> Captain Moen uh, did, uh, okay, okay, uh, that makes sure, uh, don't smoke in the free. I said, no, 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 I'm not smoking in the free. Shop. <laughs> After he was like clearing the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I straight, straight to his eyes. I thought it's safe already because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was quick thinking. Uh, the last one, I, I I will tell you the last one. It's a very very uh, uh, intense. If if uh, we should say maiden voyage of the sovereign of the seas. The guests were uh, President Carter, all the big shots in Miami. The first maiden voyage, uh, the President and First Lady, and uh, the chief parser is Mike Bailey. He's my chief. Before we have a computer, but the computer, as uh, say, cannot. Uh, print the whole uh, page of the 11 by 17. So what we did is uh, we cut in half, eight and a half by 11 and eight and a half by 11. Have you put it together? When we print that afternoon, I thought it's okay. In the evening, Michael Billy is rushing. Okay, okay, okay. What happened? What happened? He's very upset and uh, nervous. Okay, what happened to this compass? What happened? I said, what happened? Look, the front page is Monday and the back is Tuesday. What is it? <laughs> And 
Friday Thanksgiving already at the cabins. What's it? Oh, <laughs> the no. Friday. The Friday. No. Oh my God. And President I, Carter is on board. Oh. <laughs> This is President Jimmy you, Carter that is on board yes, right now. Okay. Jimmy Carter on board. That's the main invoice. I was, I tell you, I was like floating in the air. <laughs> yeah, my mind is like, uh, my my head is like a burst already. It's good that Michael Billy is a nice guy also, no? Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the, oh my God, that's all for my memorable stories on board the ship. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that happening a few times that the the cruise compass would come out with one day on one side and yeah. the other day on the other side. That happened a few times. That's, that's it wasn't so- just you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a mess a mess so you must have you must have traveled the world so do you have a favorite place and a least favorite place uh my favorite place would be uh in asia uh-huh. in asia because the, the weather is like singapore because the uh, australia sydney sydney did you have one you really hated one port in uh, europe i know i hate uh, most ports in europe so there must be one that i hated most but i cannot Why? remember <laughs> <laughs> Why do you, you know, like your yeah one of the French port French port because the French if you talk to them in English they did not say it back in English they still uh, continue to so you cannot buy a thing or two or, or stuff like this no they yeah. speak French they, they don't want to speak English they just speak French so I had that as well I mean I love France visual and and the history and everything but you know every every time even when we did our um, 50th birthday in France and England, tried to get a book and tried to, you know, speak French a little bit. And, you know, I, I like different languages. I could say hi or goodbye and or used to in maybe 12 languages. And you'd go into France or any French island and you're like, Como se va? And they're like, ah, why are you speaking my language? <laughs> you know, they, and they get mad at you for speaking <laughs> their language. And I'm like, well, shit. Okay. You didn't give them a, you didn't give them a Habad Hajiz or whatever. Habad Gabad. Habad Gabad. You, Habad Gabad. <laughs> you didn't give them a Habad Gabad. No, but you know, like everybody else, Chinese, Japanese, Philippines, Korean, every other language, people were happy that you took time to say hello or goodbye in their language or thank you or something. Yeah, that's the, but that's every the, single person but French were, and they were yeah. pissed off that you were trying to speak their language. That's why I hate, I hate, I hate French port. Most of the French ports, uh, I did not go out. There are French port that I like, like Cannes, yeah, something like that. I, I go out in Cannes. Hey, okay, let, me, uh, let me ask you, um, while you were on board and you were doing the printer stuff, if you didn't have such a headache doing the, the regular stuff, were you ever asked to print goofy stuff for like a someone playing a trick on each other or a comedy type of stuff? There's one in, uh, I guess, in Vision of the Seas with uh, Christmas with Mary as our chief. Like, uh, Rian, which was Richard, there is the reindeer like uh, doing sex thing, you know, fucking, you know, and we put our, put our faces and faces in the reindeer, you know. It's a Christmas card. In, actually, it's a Christmas card. Reindeers are doing uh, sexual things. Yeah, did that. Mary asked me to do that. And I still have that in my files. I cannot find it. But oh, uh, it's funny. very funny. You need to go yeah. find that one. <laughs> yeah, funny. it's funny. It's a reindeer, you know? Like uh, Mary was being banged by uh, another reindeer. I don't know whose case is here. Yeah. 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 The reindeer's banging. Reindeer's banging. Yeah, oh, my God. Now, like, okay. me. That's yeah. it. We have a title for this episode. 
the bangy bangy is bangy. That's what exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I have to look for that that stuff. I, I must, it must have been it must have been buried in my uh, Facebook. Uh, yeah, photos. we wanna we want a picture of that. We we send it to the crew on other ships. Okay. Oh, it's a nasty yeah. thing, you know. The rangers banging, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you think the guest the guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I will I will look for it and I will send it to Brad. So we're we're kind of we're kind of uh toward the end here. So I have to tell this and Augie and I talked about this earlier, but um uh the reason I, I have such fond memories of Augie, one of the reasons besides just being a great guy, um he started taking this uh photography course while while we were roommates. Uh he had ordered these books. Uh, and I don't remember what it, what it was, but it was it was quite extensive. It was it was a full course that you could get these books, read through, and it would teach all about photography. And this is before digital, of course. It was still film, and um, and he had them, and he was nice enough to let me read them, and uh, it inspired me to go and get a get a good camera. And I'm so glad I did because I mean I was just knocking around with one of these cheap little you know cameras and trying to take yeah trying to take decent pictures and uh after i read that i'm like i'm getting a good camera i'm learning how to take real pictures you know decent pictures and i'm so glad i did because i've got so many good pictures now from those days which i don't think i would have i don't think i would have gotten them if i hadn't if i hadn't done that it was such a pivotal thing that, and i remember it so well and and i and when i bought that first camera that first real good camera in saint martin went out with a, an entertainer guy named danny i don't remember his, his uh, last name but uh, we went out went to one of those big fancy uh, camera shops in saint martin bought some bolchan in bolchan maybe can't remember but got a really nice camera and and took a ton of pictures with that thing should have waited back until you got in miami and went to flagler street the black market oh oh well no we we got we got a good deal and it was a really good camera and i i took a ton of pictures with it until i was on some pier somewhere and dropped it <laughs> that sounds about right <laughs> but luckily it was right at that time when sort of digital was kind of getting hot. So I ended up getting a pretty, pretty decent digital camera. Here's, after here's that. For, here's but for but I didn't, I wasn't on left. Uh, oh. oh, whoa, that's beautiful. Pentex K1000. Wow. I have Pentex. a Fuji film. Yeah. This is, this is actually the camera that I learned on that my yeah. camera from 19 in high school in 1986. It's a film camera. It's film. Yeah, this uh, is from yeah, 1986. Yeah. This is when mm -hmm. I took photography in high school. Nice. Do you, Agid, is there anything that you want to leave us with? Have you so, told us everything you want to tell us? Regarding your photography, I'm glad that uh, I, uh, I persuade you to read that book because I was enrolled in New York Institute of Photography because uh, photography, yeah, New yeah, York yeah, Institute yeah. of Photography. New Institute of photography. So, Photography is my passion and until now, I'm still uh, passionate about photography. I'm happy to be with you guys again, to talk with you guys again. And uh, I'm glad that I work with Royal Caribbean. I, I did not expect to work in the ship because in the Philippines, if you work in the ship, you have to go to any maritime school at that. I never been to any maritime school and I did not hear about printing on board a cruise ship. I never even heard of a cruise ship before. 
So when I got there, I'm surprised and happy at the same time because it makes uh, my life a bit uh, better, you know, because I'm earning dollars, this and that. So I'm very thankful with Royal Caribbean. Even if I retired, I have a lot of good memories, few bad memories, but it is superseded <laughs> by the good ones. I, I never really got to go very often, but... Um some great Filipino parties down on the song of Norway, down on, the, <laughs> yeah. down on those decks. And they were all talented. You'd go down there and everybody could sing. Everybody could yeah, play guitar. Sing. Everybody could guitar, do something. Yeah. And they were just like, I'm like, what is this? Everybody's a, everybody's a singer <laughs> yeah, they, or a good musician or something down here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> during, during December, you will be surprised to see Filipino band. You know, oh, we have a band. Yeah. And they played good. <laughs> You know, yeah. it was it was fun. Yeah. Like we we were on deck zero, and we lived right around from the central stores, uh, guys. But you know, you're you're on a whole floor under the water, and you never know who is around you. And we would go all the way down the hall, two or three, you know, two or three uh, blocks of cabins back. And I remember seeing the Rosario Strings were down there, and a bunch of the other Filipino guys. It was like a Filipino community hall, but like you said. Um, they would pass around the guitar. Everybody would sing. Everybody would would you know come into my cabin, and some of them would be would be cooking stuff in their cabin. So, you know <laughs> right. they had food and fun, and and the entire time people were singing, having a great time. It was like the most relaxing, nice thing to to go down there. Augie, what is your um, what's your Instagram again? Tell everybody what's your Instagram because it's great. Voyager once, Voyager underscore once, once, once. O N C E, O N C E. I was once a Voyager, yeah, something yeah. like that. So Voyager underscore once. Thank you so much, Augie, yes, for Augie. coming on board. It was it was great. It was such a pleasure seeing you again and talking <laughs> with you again. Thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. My pleasure, guys, and thank you. Thank you. Right. So much. Okay. We'll see ya. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a bundle oh, of energy. Man, Loved that was him. awesome. Yeah. I forgot what he was like because it's been so long, and it's not somebody I'm connected to on Facebook. So I haven't really seen him poke pictures or anything in you know 25 years or something like that or more. He's so funny and so energetic. I, and for people that don't know out there, the Philippines makes up the largest portion of, of crew on ships worldwide. I mean, this is a country that one of their biggest exports is of the workforce of people that work overseas. I found his Instagram, followed, great shots. We've got a really special podcast coming up soon, and hopefully it includes you. Our 100th episode is coming up pretty quick, so we wanted to have a group together. If you're a listener, if you're a previous guest, doesn't matter. We want to invite you to come on our 100th episode. Tell us a little bit about what you liked about our previous 99 episodes, maybe something that you remember by hearing someone else. Maybe you want to say something about uh, one of our previous guests, if you'd like to have them back on for season three. We want to hear from you. So come on the podcast. We're going to announce a date. Join us on our 100th episode.
Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!